Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. We're back talking about 13 Reasons Why. This is a collaboration episode special with the Coupon Queen pin from CQP Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. We are going to be recapping 13 Reasons Why Season 4, the season finale. We will be discussing our opinions about the storyline, the cinematography, the characters and how they evolve. We will not be talking about the social issues that has occurred. We are not professionals. We are strictly here to discuss about the cinematography, the storyline, and the characters. If you are seeking help or someone who needs help or know someone who needs help, please visit 13reasonswhy.info. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another collaboration episode special with CQP Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in again. And if it's your first time, we are recapping 13 Reasons Why Episode 3 called Valentine's Day. And as you heard at the beginning of the episode, we are not professionals and we are only here to discuss about the storyline, the cinematography, and how the characters develop. But before we even get started, how are you doing, Coupon Queen Pen? I am awesome and happy Friday. Happy, happy Friday. I can't believe it. It's Friday already. The world is spinning so fast that <laughs> I don't even know. I, I cannot believe that it's almost the end of June. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <sighs> but so. holy crap episode yeah. three i'm just blown away but they've been doing this to us since episode one i feel like every week i'm just gonna keep saying it's such a great season i'm blown away and they're yeah. keep blowing me away so i don't even know where to start with this of course we got to start from the beginning of the episode but I just, I'm, I'm blown. Like literally towards the end, I was just like, how could they? But right at the beginning, what do we see? Oh my gosh. So we know that these phone calls keep happening. Yes. These phone calls. Now, of course, after watching this episode, but seeing these phone calls at the beginning, I remember telling myself like, someone is haunting him someone is really trying to find out who it is to some point that I was probably thinking it could be officer Diaz trying to get some other kid to be on his side and be like an undercover detective because he has a strong opinion of Clay of being being the one who caused all of this right right because he's still mad at Clay for Bryce Exactly. And it just keeps going and going and going about it. And I feel like that's what I felt like these phone calls were coming from. Because, you know, you start to overthink things now with this episode. We're already right. Because we are, I'm, I'm, I'm already ready to have like the cork board up and pictures and places and names. And it's like, oh my gosh. And we had that last year towards the end of it. We yeah. had 
pictures and our virtual uh, thumbtacks and our vir- virtual pictures hung up and it was pretty crazy how everything just right it was right. like a scribble <laughs> it is it is oh my gosh so now we're ready for valentine's day and if you guys remember last uh last episode it was one of those things of you know jessica was not happy with you know not having a date for the dance interesting because you know i thought jessica was kind of just do her and only do her like right I didn't expect her to kind of feel upset that she wasn't going to the dance. I know she is the, I guess, the leader of the HO, but I I was just kind of like, I thought Jessica was going to take it easy. Yeah, everyone's got a date, and she asked everybody who has a date. Pretty much no one wanted to give her eye contact because clearly everybody had a date, and when she asked, let's go together as a group, no one really said anything, and it, it was yeah. it was kind of interesting to see kind of the tables turn because we've always seen Jessica always having a date. She's always been the popular one. She's always been the one that everybody kind of right. wanted to get to know her. Right. But, you know, she, she was really upset by it. She was. She was. She's like, oh, so everyone has a date. Everyone has a date. And it's like, ooh, okay. Even Monty's sister had a date. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I think the only reason Monty's sister kind of had a date, and don't hold me to this, guys, but I mean, the football team is kind of looking out for her. So, you know, it's kind of like, even if she didn't have anyone she's romantically interested in, she was definitely going to have a date for the stands. Yes, exactly. And I agree with you. The full ball team is really what's watching out for her. And we see that developing throughout this episode. Um, so we do see her in the men's uh, football team's locker room talking about um, really, it was just, I felt like it was more towards her and how right. to treat other women and of course she's right. using her experiences and really telling them like this how it, this isn't how it should be this is how it's supposed to be and you know respect and everything and i what's his name again diego i believe yeah, his name diego. is diego mm-hmm. and he tries to really s- apparently stand up for her during that whole speech uh, that she was trying to give. Right, because the other guy was pretty much being a jerk. uh, Yes, exactly. And I was just like, she's still strong. She's not backing down through this whole speech that she had in the men's uh, football team locker room. Right. And, you know, it was nice to see Jessica again kind of taking charge of what she stands for and what she wants to change. And, you know, it was, it was nice to see that again. Right. And, and it, and it's, it's a, it's a good thing because we see Jessica still, Jessica is still evolving. I I think that's Mm -hmm. the, that's the real thing is Jessica is still evolving and she wasn't stuck in any of those moments. 
Exactly. She's still evolving. She's still developing as a character. And, you know, it's a challenge for her this year. It's senior year. You're trying to make change. You're trying to develop a team of people who are going to take over this HO committee uh, next following year. So she's going to have to stand up and kind of just be like, you know, we need someone to continue this on. We can't just let it die right now. So I completely agree what she's going through, but yeah, she's still upset that she doesn't have a date. Um, right. We see Justin as well, kind of like his character was very kind of, how can I explain this? He's kind of upset. He's got mixed emotions, really. Yeah, Justin has mixed emotions. He's just like, well, I don't get it, you know. And and the thing is, he's giving, he's not, he doesn't only have mixed emotions he's giving mixed messages mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's like at one moment he's like, well, I don't want to go to the dance with you because I'm kind of working on myself. And then it's like, so if you don't have a date, maybe I want to go like he, he's doing too much. <laughs> he's really it, doing too much. Exactly. He is doing too much. And I honestly feel like when Jessica was done, he asked her, they both asked each other about the dance and she pulls a fast one. So she's going with Charlie. Right. And I was just like, wait a second. Are you kidding me right now? Like put him on the spot. And he's just like, yeah, sure. I guess. Um, Poor Charlie. He walked into that unexpectedly, did not know what was happening. He didn't even know how to respond. Yeah, Charlie got Charlie got pulled into the uh, incognito, you know, uh, wingman there. <laughs> <laughs> the whole stealth version, like, uh, oh yeah, did you want to go? No, 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 I'm going with him. <laughs> <laughs> so poor Charlie's just standing there, exactly. kind of like, uh, all right, I guess I'm going with you. And of course, Justin says, uh, "Good luck with that." Um, and we see Justin talking to his coach. Uh, right. And he's really concerned because, you know, he's had a tough year. We've seen, we've seen Justin at his worst, at his highs, at his lows, and now kind of getting back to his, to himself somewhat because he's still right. trying to recover and he's still trying to maintain, I guess, his exercises because he's really trying hard right. and trying right. to find himself and be better. And the coach I really liked about him in a way of, He's really concerned. He wants to have that one-on-one with him and really kind of just like, you know, if everything's going to be okay, you can trust me if you need me to tell you something. And I feel like the coach wants to know more about Justin because clearly I'm sure every teacher in that school kind of knows what is happening based off by the principal um, and the cops being there and the fact that the coach is really close to these players, well, some of them he's very close to. Right. He's really watching out for him. And he's seen in, in, in the, the way we've seen him. And I guess he just wants to bring him into that happy place and continue on with his recovery. So it was really nice to see that. Exactly. Because we also see the whole, uh, the whole, you know, he's talking about the meetings and he's saying he doesn't feel like he fits in because there are a bunch of older people there. Like, you know, no teenager wants to hang out with, you know, people that can be their parents or grandparents. I mean, we understand that he's in recovery, but 
in a way, and, 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 I, and I hate to say it this way, but he wants to know there are people like him around. Yeah. And, and that's really it. It's, it's, not, it's not that it's a bad thing because, yes, he should be attending his meetings, but he wants to know that, you know, for himself, he's not the only one. Yeah, exactly. And I, I could see how awkward it can be. Like you said, it's such an age gap that you just don't want right. to, some people don't want to take him seriously because maybe he's taking it as a joke, but really he's not. Right. So right. It, it was a great recommendation that he asked him to, hey, you know, there's another place that you can go check out. Um, I've seen some people just hang out in the parking lot and have a coffee or something. Right, right. Maybe that would be something for you. So, and it's interesting to see that he's actually taking his advice. Exactly. Um, because, uh, you know, I feel like Justin's really trying to find himself and really yeah. wanna, wants to make himself better. He does. He does. And it's, it's super awesome. It's just like, you know, he, he is, he's trying to become better and you see we've seen from episode one of the season that he's trying to become a better version of himself and that's really it's it's so so cool that he's doing that yeah it is because we've seen i mean in past seasons we've seen screw up justin Mm -hmm. we've seen screw up justin we've seen sneaky justin we've seen so we're seeing this hey, I truly, genuinely want to be a better person, Justin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. And of course, going back to Clay, um, he's still getting these phone calls throughout the day. Um, He really is dying to know who is it. He thinks it's Winston. And there was that incident that happened in the um, two incidents. Well, there's been more than one incident with Clay, let's be honest. I was going to say, we've had too many incidents with Clay. But the first one was when he was in the cafeteria. And he approaches Zach to punch him really hard because apparently... I was. Yeah, I don't remember if they. To, yeah, they told he, him to, right? <laughs> yeah, he was told, you know, pick a fight with Zach. I mean, and the thing is, okay, I hate to say it, but for his squad, his squad knows that he's not. Everybody keeps pointing out that he's not behaving normally, but no one's doing anything about him not behaving normally. I think I think that's really what it is. I think that's one of the things that's getting me. It's like, okay, you see that even for Clay, this is odd behavior. He's running around in school punching people. He is, you know, like running into rooms and half listening. Like this is not Clay. I agree. Literally running around a school doing weird things. Yeah. And you really said it. Everybody knows that he's not doing well, but yet they're not doing more to help him out and figure out what is happening. Because for Zach to really punch him, and he really tested Zach. He literally threw him every single thing at him. And of course he got punched really badly. And I was like, first of all, we know he's going through a lot. He's taking everything in very, very seriously. He looks at a camera, he freaks out. Like, it's just, it's just unbelievable where his mind is at every single sick, every single second. And I was just like, okay, Zach, 
you could have asked them, what the hell is wrong with you? Let's go take a walk. But of course, the way Clay reacts to someone just saying, what is wrong with you? Oh, there, there's nothing wrong. No, I, I, I'm okay. There's nothing wrong with me. Why would you think there's something wrong with me? Right, and I think right. everybody's kind of tired of it too, where they don't even know how else to approach him because he's the one trying to like, for example, last episode of the spray can. Did you do it? No. Why would you think I did it? How about you? What, you don't trust me? I thought we were friends, Clay. And everyone's getting that, giving him that response of like, I thought you trusted me. I thought we were a group of friends that can trust each other. So I feel like with these phone calls, first, he's not saying it because he thinks it's someone for real, like someone really trying to frame him. And it's like he... I'm surprised because he usually tells everybody they keep quiet and they try to figure out, okay, what do we need to do next to to move forward? But this time, this is a different type of clay where he doesn't want to say anything to anybody. Right, right. He's not saying anything. It's like, you know, he's not saying anything to Annie. He's not saying anything to, you know, even Justin. And in a way, I hate to say it, but Justin's his brother. So like, why are you not saying anything to your best friend slash brother? This is the one that you've been there before. This is the one you've looked out for. Now, honestly, I can kind of see him not saying anything to Tyler because one, he's had to look out for Tyler. And two, let's be honest, Tyler's getting really close to Winston and he's still convinced that it's Winston. Yeah, exactly. It's so he crazy. Yeah, he doesn't know if he's talking to the enemy or not talking to the enemy. Yeah, a lot has changed in this season. When it, uh, this episode, I mean, with the characters, we're noticing different clicks happening. We're noticing different right. relationships being formed. Right. Like, who would have thought Jessica and Annie would kind of be friends? Right. Like right. that right. was a tough. That was a tough duel to really get along as we've seen in the past, right? Especially last season. But I got to say with Clay, with this first incident, asking Zach to punch him, uh, asking Zach, yeah, Zach to punch him. Yeah, Zach to punch him. He did. He's like, punch me. And he's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. And he really got to his skin and there, there it is that you, you get what you asked for. Right. So with this incident, um, we go back to, uh, I think it was Tony and Tyler, because now we're noticing right. Tyler is kind of becoming this character who he claims to be always busy. He's working. Right. He's because stressed. that's, yeah. yeah, that's the other thing is because remember, I think, I think what was so distracting this season, this episode was that these phone calls had Clay literally running around like he's on some scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, he's running, he gets there, and he gets to the mall, and he actually forgets that he's supposed to meet Tony because they're checking on Tyler. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, uh, and And it's almost like he, he... he actually happens to be in the place he was supposed to be in the beginning, but now he has no answer as to why he's there or why he's late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. A hundred percent. And it's just, 
it's a bit much. It's really it a bit much for it everybody is. right now. So, you know, we've got Clay literally doing 360 around the school, even outside of school, outside of his home. We've got uh, Tyler trying to be suspicious. We are trying to figure right. out what is happening with him all of a sudden. Tony, okay, my thought, okay, not to interrupt, but my thought for Tyler is in a way he's kind of being like a CI a confidential informant for mm-hmm. Diaz. Because remember, they're still trusting Tyler to do something. Or actually, they said we're trusting him. So we're not sure who the him is. We just know it's not Clay. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it, it's just crazy. Because we, we've we seen Tyler really evolve through this right. whole entire franchise. Right. And he's been doing pretty well. But I feel like he's too confident with you people like for example with Winston when we seen him both of them interact like that was kind of like okay a bit too close for comfort um we've seen okay so then there's Annie trying to figure out her relationship with Clay where this episode kind of just really gives her Oh my gosh, of course we're going to go into it soon. But, you know, Annie's trying to figure out her relationship with Clay. Right. She's trying because, remember, she asked him to the dance and she's like, you know, I just want to do normal things, even though we met under abnormal circumstances and I really have never had a chance to do the normal high school things. I want to do those things. Mm hmm. Yeah. And she brought up a good point. And, you know, I kind of felt bad for Annie because how do you deal with this? How do you deal with somebody like Clay who he's getting these numerous phone calls that's really pissing him off. But at the same time, he's kind of forgetting like he's staying in his own reality and kind of just, I I just, he's just lost. Like he's all over the place. Very lost. He's very lost. But it's just like, I, I think to me, like what's, like I said, again, what's getting me is that the same people he was looking out for the same people that time after time he put himself in danger for or you know um he went to the police station for or you know was because let's not forget he was the one that when the police were going to the dance um a couple of seasons ago going to the dance because they heard about a school shooting he was the one that was carrying a gun for tyler yeah so it's like, okay, this guy has gone from, like you said, incident to incident. And none, none of you are saying, hey, okay, this is abnormal for the abnormal person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we, we need to figure out what's really going on. Yeah. We definitely do. And of course, we see Alex and Winston really coming together right. more than just friends. And, right. you know, Alex doesn't know Winston. Winston, well, doesn't they briefly know, yeah. met back in the day, but right. Winston, I feel like he's got a job. He's got to figure out what has, what is the real truth? What is the real story? But I feel like right. he's getting sidetracked in this episode. He's getting very sidetracked with Alex, very sidetracked with Alex. Yeah. So we see that develop and now it's kind of like, okay, Winston's not really paying attention to the real store, what he's there for. Now he's really paying attention to Alex, but 
it kind of gives like Annie a little bit of a break, I guess, because she's been like, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Get out of our lives. Like, I don't know why you're here. And yada, right, yada. Right, and, right. It does give her a break. Because <laughs> she's got so much to deal with right now. Let's face it. But um, Alex and Winston get closer together. Um, Zach being Zach, he's just hasn't changed. I feel like he's just been drinking more. Yeah. And yeah. um who's the other one that I feel like we're missing? Jessica, we already talked about. So going back and to Tony the- and Tony is still yes. dealing with the issues of, you know, his I mean, we're not talking about him. It's like family, but the other thing is he realizes that now the funny thing is he realizes that something's off with Tyler. Yes. But he realizes he, that something's off with Tyler and he tries to follow him. But let's remember <laughs> this, this new security guard slash police officer has it in for him. Yeah. And I wanted to get your opinion about this because I'm really like, why is he, why is he always on him? What is it? Is it because of his past, his, his records? What is it? Is he like, it, he think, finds it yeah. so weird to me. I think it's 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 kind of like he's an easy target. He's an easy target. It's kind of like there's this sneaky because even when he approaches him at that point in the hallway and he's like, you know, it's one of those things of he's not quite being he's being a, he's being passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. He's being passive aggressive because it's more like, well, you know, let me see what are you doing? Where are you going? But he's not saying it so aggressively that somebody's like, Hey, 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 what's the problem? So, but he knows that he's getting under Tony's skin. Yeah. And he's he gonna knows he's getting more. under Tony's skin and it's just like, and you see Tony's fist and he's like, Oh yeah, that's right. There's the fighter. There's a fighter. You should fight for me. And it's like, why? why are you doing this? Like, why are you doing this? Exactly. And even when the other, when Alex's dad comes, he's like, what's going on? He's like, oh, I'm just telling him that he should be part of our team and blah, blah, blah. And it's like the sneakiness, the, the, the huge, huge sneakiness. And like I said, it's this real passive aggression, aggressive attitude that this officer has. Yeah. I agree. I completely agree. Wow. And it sucks to be Tony because he's trying to look out. And the one thing I'm surprised that with the relationship that he developed with Clay in order to tell each other all these things, why hasn't Clay kind of told him? Because, you know, I feel like Tony's the one that can really keep the secret like he's had he has been able to in the past and they've developed a crazy friendship even though there's been highs and lows with them too right but be able to tell them like why am i getting these freaking phone calls yeah you don't know who's watching but maybe it can it can help tony understand what clay is going through because he's really is concerned about clay as well right he is very concerned about clay because he's been doing that but he's it kind of reminds me of season one where remember at the end, then he just comes by in his car and he's like, come on, let's go. Yeah. 
and 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 that was that was pretty much how we got to know Tony was the swoop in and save you kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And this time around, it's like he's trying to keep cool, keep out of trouble, finish right. school, and really just at the end of the day, he's just trying to stay out of trouble. Let's, you know, he wants to bring his family somehow. And of course, he's dealing with that. But also, he knows there's something up with Clay, and Clay is not giving it up. Right. Clay is definitely not giving up. Clay is not saying anything. And, and it's, 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 it's kind of creepy it is now clay's second incident was when he was in the library and he's talking to annie about what is happening because he's finally letting her know right right as they're sitting there he's always looking around and somebody sends him a picture of the side profile of his face and he freaks out he is freaking out and he's trying to look around like literally, I don't even know what animal looks around 360, but I can't think of one yeah, right now. There we go. I was thinking of an owl, but I wasn't sure if it was the right animal. <laughs> but <laughs> with Clay moving his head like an owl, oh my gosh, he is literally freaking out. Who is doing this to him? And Annie's right. trying to figure it out. Like, why? Who is it? What are they trying to do? Yeah, like, what do they want from you? You know, in other words, and and here comes her thing, because remember, last season, Annie's thing is like, I'm going to fix it. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to fix it. And that's yeah. the problem. It's like, you know, he's trying to explain to her, this may be too much for you to fix. Like, you cannot fix this. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and to me, part of the reason that, Annie can't fix it is because Clay won't admit that he needs to be fixed. Yeah. He wants to be the bigger man and say, like, I can handle this myself. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's really the big problem here. But he jumps up because he's calling back that same number and he runs back to the library and there's this poor innocent girl on her, on her phone and he just grabs it from her very rudely and says, you're the one that did it. You're the one that's doing this. Yeah, and he just freaks like... out. And she's and Annie's like, oh, okay. And then you hear her mom like, hey, uh, Julie, is everything okay? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, but I mean, and Thank goodness Annie was there at that time because she does come in and like, oh, he hates when people are on the phone in, in the library. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if I would have gone for that, but okay. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's really, you can tell it's getting to him. And, and it's honestly, part of it is he's dealing with himself and he's dealing with these phone calls because Remember, he's still having these bad dreams. He is. And of course, in that, in, in that second incident in the library, Winston and Alex were there. So right. they were kind of like, what's going on here? Yeah, everybody's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So moving on, it seems like the dance is, is approaching. Um we have, I know we've already talked about how the HO had their dates and Jessica didn't. So we talked about it. I know we kind of went back and forth with it. 
and it seems like he's ready to go to the dance and we right. see Alex as well heading over to this new um center uh for his meetings and it seems like he's he feels very left out he he looks uh did i say alex or justin yeah you said alex oh my gosh (laughs) here we go again um so with with justin's state of mind and being there he was a bit upset he looks kind of angry he kind of didn't know what to feel about it he is in a new uh environment so that could be it as well and the um they point out like, Hey, we have a new member. Uh, can you please introduce yourself? And once he introduces himself, we see, which I was a bit shocked. I was like, what? Yeah. The coach like, is he, there? He hears, yeah. He hears this familiar voice. Then he turns around and it's the coach. And it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I know why you know about this meeting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty awesome to see. And I feel right. like he felt so comfortable. The fact that right. the coach was there because it's someone relatable. Right. And he, he his mind and everything overall just changes and going back to um the dance it seems like the dance is going well uh everyone's finding each other they're dancing away um tony surprisingly sees that alex is there like hey what's going on you finally made it and then alex throws in an apology sorry is it tyler is my gosh we're getting these names confused (laughs) So Tyler really apologizes to Tony for snapping at him. And he was busy. He was like, he was saying, I'm busy, I'm stressed, I'm working. Right. But then again, he's got this important phone call that he has to interrupt. And he has to go. Yeah. I was like, what's the hurry? Why does he all, why is he, he's acting like Clay, but in yeah, a different he's state. Yeah, like Clay. It's <laughs> like, okay. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if he is the CI for these, you know, for Diaz. Because it's just like, hmm. Like, what's what's going on with that? Yeah, for real. What is going on with that? And going back to Clay's situation, having this phone call, promising Annie that he didn't really you know no more phone calls lying to her that hey we have no more phone calls like it's done it's over right we're gonna have a good time and reassuring it and then he tries to tell her yeah like you know let's just have a good time let's not think about things and for that split moment I was just like is this guy actually for a split second he looks pretty calm (laughs) for a split second it was like for two hot seconds he was like okay, ooh, Clay. And then it's like, ooh, phone call. Like, he's like, squirrel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and he's off to the races again. And the funny thing is, now, the phone, the, the person on the other end is like, you need to get to the, to the football field. The change room. Yeah. And it's like, he gets to the change room, and it's like he's there and he sees like all this stuff all over the walls and he's like you know and then it's like but the the funny thing is in the middle of that like they don't realize that because like i said clay is not saying what he's going through 
Clay is actually having a hallucination in the middle of being in the change room. Yeah. He starts having this hallucination and it actually goes quite scary. Mm-hmm. And then he he's still he's on the phone and they tell him to run to the football field. Yeah. And he gets out there and they don't realize that Clay is still mid-hallucination. Like, we don't even realize that Clay is still mid-hallucination until he gets to the middle of the field and he's seeing Monty saying, help me, help me, help me. And he's literally trying to keep Monty from dying. And he kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And this was a moment where I was just like, my heart was beating fast. My heart was literally coming out of my chest. And I was just like, are you kidding me right now? Like, is this true? What is going on here? Like, I didn't expect for it to be in one of Clay's hallucination. And I was just, oh my gosh, like, this is unreal. They threw us a curveball. Like, I'm trying to think back, like, how did, what happened in jail? Like, did someone help him escape and they just left his body right, there and he's still alive? Right, because that's the crazy part is we keep <laughs> seeing these things of live Monty, alive Monty. So yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Now and bef- then, God. Now, before we get into the, the brutal part of this episode, Jessica is trying to... Jessica was really rude to Charlie. I just got to mention that she was super rude to him. And she, Diego comes along, like throwing accusations of Charlie, um, the the way he is and such. And I was just like, come on, are you serious right now? And she's trying to defend him, which I really like that about her. Um, And she really, she's, putting her strong foot forward in a way of get away from me. I don't need you. You're wasting my time. And he tries to get under her skin. Like, you know, I defended you. I was the one who really thought that you did such a great job and yada, yada. And I just really, if you really want to make Justin jealous, you need to be with me. And why are you doing this for? Why Charlie? And gets under her skin for that. And of course we do see, Jessica ended up with Diego and just uh, Justin messages Charlie hey how's the dance and he said it's okay but Jessica ditched me for Diego right and the coach did tell him hey the night is still young I recommend you going because he didn't really want to go and he actually took his word for it and ended up going yeah but going back to the football fields after seeing Clay's hallucination, I was just blown away of how they really, it was quite a twist. We see he hears voices and as they're coming closer yeah. and closer, we're starting to realize there's like a group of them and exactly. he turns around, he's in panic and he's like, give me Monty's phone. 
And then he's like, oh yeah, which one? This one? And then the other person pulls out, oh, you mean this one? Or this one? There was like, what, 12 guys, the whole entire football team? Yeah, they had spoofed Monty's, they had spoofed Monty's number. Yeah. So, I gotta say, that's the most stupidest prank you could ever play on somebody that is so uncalled for why was the reason for them to do that they said it was just a prank but i feel like it's so much more maybe trying to protect monty's sister and trying to figure out what the real reason is right right but i felt like that was the most stupidest most disgusting prank you could play on it was it was a disgusting prank because regardless of anything it's like you know that this guy has a lot of feelings that he's dealing with even around the whole Monty situation. Yeah. So it's like, but then it's like, then we see like Clay is out of it. He is. he, He walks, literally walks like a zombie back into the dance. But yeah. he's covered in fake blood. Yeah, he's covered in fake blood, which I feel like it's spray paint diluted or paint that's been diluted. But the one thing that Diego said was that we were just playing a prank, but for someone to react like that, that means you're hiding something and we're going to find out what it is. Something along those lines. Right, right. But for him, he's still like, like you said, he's just a zombie walking back into the gym. And when he walks back holding that makeshift knife in his hand or that wedge, right. whatever it was, yeah, everyone's in like, shock. Yeah, they're looking at him and he's standing there and he locks eyes with Annie. And that's when she realizes like, Clay was right. She cannot fix whatever this is. And the bad part is no one knows what this is. Mm-hmm. No so, one can yeah. figure out what this is exactly. So that's how it pretty much ends. Yeah. And it's to me was like, wow, how could these football players do that like it's not it's not an appropriate prank exactly throw him a a chicken or something but that wasn't the appropriate prank to pull on somebody it was very cool yeah like so much for protecting uh monty's sister or monty's i guess you know personnel like how do you call it uh, Monty's memory, but right. that's not something you play on regardless. And then as they're walking by, going back again to this, we see he's hallucinating because he sees Bryce. Right. So it's like Clay, someone's got to help Clay. Someone, right. I don't know how he's going to go back the next day because they ended off right after dance. How is Clay going to? defend himself the next day what's gonna happen what are the chaperones gonna say or even i mean at this point we don't even know if clay gets home exactly we don't even know about that either but of course the one important piece that we're missing is when tony sees alex 
uh, sorry, Tyler leave for his phone call. Like I'll be there just, you know, I, I'm, I may not come back. He wants to follow him. Right. And we, another thing about Tyler, he jumps into the car with Alex's dad. Right. Right. So there's a lot of things here. We've got Tyler working with Alex's dad. Reason to find out the the truth of, I guess, Bryce's death. Um, Which is sucks because I'm sure that, uh, uh, I'm going to get confused with names now. Alex's dad knows what really happened because when they were trying to investigate who killed him, we knew that it was the time when Alex was recovering from his leg. Exactly. And that's how he walks. So I'm a bit confused here. Unless he doesn't want to blow the cover because he did have to burn a lot of evidence. I was going to say, let's not forget, he was the one burning evidence. I'm thinking he has to play along with Officer Diaz because this is the thing that he wants to do. And unfortunately, he has to play along. Right. And he's using Alex as a way to find the truth. So that way Diaz doesn't think, what, you're not going to do your part in this? I thought we were in this together. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like he's playing along, but he has to use Tyler to kind of, okay, let's figure this out. Let's work together. Um, Tony's concerned about Tyler, of course, seeing him do that. I feel like Tyler, I feel like Tony is going to go back to Clay and probably Alex to figure out who's going to help us with this and with this following with Tyler. But I'm scared for Alex because if he's getting involved again, investigating with these guys, what's going to happen with Winston? Winston seems like he's a nosy guy. That's my biggest thing. It's like Winston is honestly, I see it now that Winston is really just looking for answers. Yeah. But how is he going to react? When he finds out it actually wasn't Clay, it actually wasn't Annie, it was Tyler. Oh my gosh. I forgot to put two and two together. Yeah, I mean Alex, yeah. I said oh Tyler. My... Yeah. yeah. How is he how is he gonna how is he gonna react when he finds out that it was Alex? Exactly. Because it's not gonna be Clay. It's not Annie. They're just good at hiding things to help each other out. Um, And then it's not Tyler. It's not Tony. If we're going by this list, it's Jessica. Because Jessica was involved. And it was exactly. How is he going to react that the person that he's having feelings for was the one who did it? Exactly. In other words, your 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 current lover killed your former lover. Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's going to be kind of like a real blow to the everything. Yeah, and sadly, there's no other season, but there's only ten episodes, guys. We yeah, and we're at episode three, so we only have seven episodes to go. Seven episodes to go already, and I cannot believe that. That's a good one that you just did there. That Alex was the one who, who you know, tipped over Bryce. 
But Monty, it happened when he was in prison, apparently. Right. It's super crazy. It's super crazy. So I don't, I don't know. I don't, because remember the night that it happens, Winston and, and Monty were together. Yeah. Winston and Monty were together. So that's the only reason he knows that it couldn't have been Monty. Yeah. But Monty did pass away in prison, right? There was nothing fishy about that one because he's already locked up. Right. So we're not sure what's going on, but we keep seeing all this weird stuff. So, yeah. And the crazy part is, who is in the casket? Oh, my gosh. We keep forgetting about this casket. Yeah. We are forgetting about this casket. It's... I don't know. They're going to throw us a curveball and all of a sudden they we're going to see this funeral. Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's being hinted at that it's, of course, that it's Monty. Yeah. But is it Monty? Is it someone else? Is it someone that we're really, really not thinking about? What? Yeah, and I'll be honest, I've been only watching the episodes when we do record the segment. I'm not yeah, even looking at spoilers. We haven't binge-watched, binge so we're actually only up to episode three. We will be covering episode four when we get to it. <laughs> yeah, and I got to say, it's been hard because... There's been so many spoilers ever since yeah. it's been released. There's been a lot of YouTube videos of people literally telling you from beginning to end of what has happened in this season. And it's just so tempting. And I'm just like, nope. If I were to find out what happened, I will not be able to watch the rest of the, the, the whole yeah. season. Yeah, and, and, so. and that's so me too. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. It's like, oh, you just blew everything for me. No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So guys, we are really doing this together where we are not getting ahead of the episodes. We are recapping right. episode by episode, week by week. Because uh, really, it's just, I'm curious. This is a mystery. This is it a mystery. Is. It's so a mystery. So it's like every week we just know what's going on and what we have from the episodes before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the funny thing is, I think this season, instead of doing the clues, they're giving us the whole, uh, what do you call it? In other words, things that lead back to last season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, I think that's the compu- that's, that's really the thing. So. But we will find out, guys. We will find out. Yeah, we will find out for sure. So are you ready to wrap this up? I am. I am. So guys, as always, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And that's all we have for now. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of the Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken. A.K.A. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're you listening, are to listening to, to a, little a little bit of everything, everything with, with Angelica. 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 
That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.